1: Blah blah blah, 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 blah,
0: It's that time of the week again. We should have rehearsed that bit. <laughs> All the thoughts you're thinking, but not saying. Stacey and I will go ham. We each bring
1: a gem to the table, something we're thinking but not saying. Ain't
2: nothing to hold me down. Better, better, cause here I come. Coming up this ep. I think the first part of pregnancy, the first trimester, is probably more challenging than the labour itself. Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer.
1: You're listening to Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June.
0: So Stacey's talking very slowly because I quickly had to run around to my seat where the microphone is because I was about to press a button and I'm like I don't know which one so I'm not going to press it. And Christy Mercer is what you usually here say. I am
1: headphones on. Hey guys, this Hi. is our first episode of 2017.
0: Oh, we're glad to be back.
1: Yeah, I wonder we if are there were glad. people
0: going are they ever coming back? Because um, we well, I mean well, we mate, needed we have, a, we have a radio show I also, get that so. but we needed a, not a break but it was like nice actually to look back on some of the podcasts. Of 2016, that were our faves.
1: Yeah, and if you didn't get a chance to listen to those, the summer series or summer sessions, whichever we decided on, I can't remember. I what think I alternated calling. between
0: the two, yeah. <laughs> to okay. be honest.
1: So those episodes are up now if you want to have back a listen to our favourite moments from 2016. But we're excited because I think when you have a bit of a space, um, you're also able to put a bit of a hit list out for the year of all the types of guests that you'd love to talk to. And we have such a huge. Um, a huge lineup of guests coming up to launch this year. Yeah. Um, this particular chick uh, we have followed for a really long time, and I just even when we were talking to her bef- off air, like uh-huh. when we weren't recording, I remembered that she did a bit of radio because yeah, when she started yeah, yeah talking, I remember. I was like, yeah, yeah, this yeah. chick knows what she's yeah. on about. <laughs> um, we are talking about the this particular person is a certified health coach, TV presenter, now author with a new book, dancer, and mother, and that is of course Miss Rachel Finch. Hello, lady.
2: Hello, gorgeous girls. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm glad I could pop your 2017 cherry. Oh yeah, you
0: literally have. So it's a very special title. We'll never forget you.
2: Oh, awesome. So you never forget you. your first, do you? No, you don't. You don't. You yeah, don't. no, you've always got that vivid memory, despite it being good or bad. There's definitely a heavy association
0: with it, isn't it? Who's <laughs> having a good first time though? Can I ask? Uh, mine was awkward. No, my, mine Terrible. was awkward, but mine was Stop with him. a boyfriend. So oh, actually, yours sounds like the oh, best was, that I've ever heard of.
1: Yeah, it was. It was a bit painful. Like it was like a little bit weird, but it was with somebody that I really did trust. Wasn't there? Can- did
0: you say there were candles involved?
1: I think just a lamp.
0: <laughs> that's still not. I think that's yeah. more ambient than most.
1: Lamps
2: are good. Like, we don't even go to that effort nowadays, do we? You know, no. I mean, I still
1: try to put on a lamp before I go to bed because I like the I nice soft. Do, yeah, my fairy lights. Light. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah.
2: Well, being four weeks away from popping out baby yeah. number two, maybe we should go elsewhere with the discussion. <laughs> of... oh, before
1: <laughs> we get into the episode um, and all of our gems that we want to bring, I do want to talk about the body of dance that you're launching. Um, yeah. Because. Because. I am a really big believer in choosing exercise or fitness that you enjoy. I've never really been a great fan of kind of gyms for that. I'm sure it works for other people. Mm -hmm. But for me, I need to kind of be outside or at least getting a bit of a yoga for me has a bit of spiritual element to it as well. And I used to dance for a long time and loved it because of the music and the thrill of it. Um, So I want to hear about this because I think this is really important, especially for chicks that are feeling like they're. Working out at mm. the moment and not loving it. Well, mm. this is
2: awesome. I'm so glad you said that and brought it up too. But it's exactly what the whole program, Body of Dance, is all about. Like, we wanted to create something, a way to get fit, healthy, lean, strong, and not just that, but like doing things for yourself, like building yourself confidence, sleeping better, feeling better just internally. Uh, we wanted to create this holistic program that kind of gave all of that, but had the fun elements involved. So three days a week, yes, you will be doing your cardio through dance sessions. That is essentially, um, you know, the the different element, I guess, in terms of the cardio. Then a couple of days, we'll be doing circuits. So it's dance-infused circuits. So, you know, instead of a a squat, it might be a plie, like a little bit more ballet-focused Then we've got the stretch and the meditation as well. So I love the fact that it's all encompassing. And um, I guess it all kind of started when um, Seven asked me to be on Dancing with the Stars, and I thought to myself, I have uh, never (laughs) been put on. What changed your life? I was going to say that was a very good show for you, in every way (laughs) possible. I couldn't believe it. I remember walking into the rehearsal studio for the very first time, looking at Michael and going oh, shit, I don't think I can do this. He is so attractive.
0: <laughs> and then you married him. And then you've got baby number two on the way with him. Yeah. It's Oh, thank God for Channel 7 and Dancing with the Stars.
2: I am so grateful to that family. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was kind of born from there. And, and it was just I saw how much dancing changed my life, not from a personal point of view, but from the physical and mental aspects of the training of it. Um, and it was just all-encompassing. So... I've always wanted to sort of give that back in some way.
0: That's so good, Rachel. Hey, let's kick off um, and give everybody just a tiny little headline of what they can expect from our gems coming up. Uh, What are you thinking but not saying right now?
2: I'm thinking all about, well, pregnancy, because I've got this massive baby on the front of me, four weeks away from the labour ward, so I'm really excited. So I'm thinking about my pregnancy and how different it is from
1: last pregnancy. That's going to throw you. That's full on, I reckon, because you kind of feel like I've clocked this. I'm kind (laughs) of got – at least it's going to hurt or I've got some idea, but wow, for it to be – Surprising still is terrifying. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's
2: just so much, so different, and I didn't expect it to be so different, but um, yeah, that's
1: what I'm thinking. <laughs> I, I want to bring um, a, something that some of you may be familiar with if you listen to the podcast or the show. That vulnerability is a big word for me, um, this year and has been for the past few months of last year. And when I was away in India, I had a bit of a moment where I realized there was a way for me to tap into that vulnerability that was standing right in front of me and something and a source and a a resource and a person that I could tap into so much more to access that, that I would never, ever have thought you know, maybe a month before would have been the way. I just I just really could not believe that it was so obvious.
0: Excellent. I can't wow. wait. I love that this is something that you've made progress on too, mm. that people can follow along. Um, I want to bring guys in particular, I was going to say people, but it's in particular guys that can carry conversation, be the joker, be the entertainer because it means that you don't have to. You can sit back and just have a bit of a lull. And I realised this when we were um, at, an, at an event uh, yeah. A couple of days back for I know work this week. That's exactly who you're mm-hmm. talking about.
1: Yeah. I'm interested Ugh. to see what my body language was too, because yeah, yeah. what you saw, yeah. because I said to you, this is easy. And I'm like thinking in the back of my head, I need this. <laughs> Not him, but this. Um, oh, okay. Either, or, either. Yeah. Or. yeah. <laughs> Well, no, not him. How <laughs> cute freckles! So that's it. All right, let's move on. Rach, do you want to kick this <laughs> off? Um, and just in case you don't know, and if you haven't listened to the show, we do bring a gem. Um, Philip the Duck will rein us in to make sure that we don't bang on for hours and hours, um, and we'll kick off with you, our guest.
2: Awesome. So the first point in my pregnancy, I guess, how different it's been from the last is. The morning sickness, which throws us, I'm not sure. Have you guys
1: got little ones? No. Oh, no. Neither of us have had children. I'm gagging, but that's (laughs) another story. At the same time, I'm like, whoa, hold up. (laughs) Yeah, she's really confronted by my gaggingness for them. We just got a job, you know. <laughs> maybe something for later. Later, yeah. yeah. I'll be packing years. condoms
0: in her bag every yeah. time she's in a I social don't even situation. Have, Rachel, I
1: don't even have a boyfriend. So there's <laughs> nothing to worry about. Like, unless oh. I'm the Virgin Mary, like it's not happening. So that's exciting, though. I yeah.
2: like that. Like single, you know, you're ready to mingle, maybe. Mm, mm,
1: yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Everyone that listens to our podcast is
0: like, oh, she's been ready, single <laughs> okay. and ready to birth. <laughs>
2: Let me tell you how terrible pregnancy is, Beth. Okay, okay it'll, good. It'll buy me some time. <laughs> yeah,
0: excellent. Continue, please.
2: It's not all terrible, but there are elements in uh, the pregnancy that you've just got to deal with sometimes and everyone's got different experiences. But with Violet, the, for my first pregnancy, I think... I had maybe ten days of morning sickness. Mm-hmm. Then, I, then my body was fine. I was spending pretty much, you know, every afternoon out in the park, just relaxing, reading books, going to cafes. Um, <laughs> Sounds delightful. <laughs> ch- checking in with my obstetrician to say, "Yep, everything's great." Got into labor, normal delivery. Everything was per-
1: like. Did you have a, nat- a vaginal birth? Yes,
2: yeah. everything was just normal, natural. Yeah. Um, Next minute, oh, you know, about eight months ago, we pregnant with number two. Four months straight of morning sickness. And can you explain
1: that for for those of the, the those of the chicks that can relate, but then also for us chicks that um, haven't gone through that yet?
2: Yeah. So think about when you get off if you've ever done a like a disgustingly long haul flight somewhere like LA, or you've done oh, two oh, legs, that is cruel. and you're kind of in that. <laughs> That's <laughs> gross. <laughs> Disgusting. i don't know what time it is i don't know what i feel like with you've got food poisoning on top um, that is just
0: it 24 hours a day oh, how so how are you, duck. how do you how do you actually function because i the, the one friend that i have that's had a baby had chronic morning sickness for both her pregnancies and i and i can't quite comprehend how you survive how do you go to work for that um, how do you day to day You've just got to
2: like grin and bear it and suck it up. And like, you, the thing is, you can't take anything. You can't sort of. Uh, there are a couple of, I think, pregnancy safe little wafer tablets that my girlfriends were t- saying after I felt better that they. <laughs> oh, be yeah, thanks. <laughs> a bit late. So, like, <laughs> Timing. Heads up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's literally just a you know, t- ginger to try and soothe the stomach, trying to get as much sleep as you can, keeping up the healthy food, but you don't feel like it. Like all mm. I wanted to grab was crackers and bread and dry things. Just plain just kept- stuff. Yeah. Yes,
1: just plain stuff. So that The kind me- of stuff that your mum gives you when you're sick. She's mm. like, just have some crackers exactly. with a bit of Vegemite mm. or just some plain bread because you need something in your tummy. That's or you're hungover shit. food. Yeah.
2: That's exactly it. So it's really hard. And I've I've said now that I think the morning sickness stage, the first part of pregnancy, the first trimester, is probably, and I'm going to put it out there, more challenging than the labour itself.
0: Wow. <laughs> so I've never heard somebody I, actually put it that way.
2: Only because I struggle with feeling sick. Like, I'm pretty tolerant to high pain thresholds, but when... I feel like constantly vomiting and I'm vomiting. Um, It's just the worst. I think
1: I would fall under that category too. I think I'm a bit more of a, and I think it might be a bit of a control thing too, because if you've got high amounts of pain, you know that it will be over Mm. eventually. Like it's not going to go for a week. Like, you know, but with that, you don't really know when it's over. You don't know when it's going to hit you. It's lingering and there, like, not a very nice place to be.
2: Exactly. And there's moments, you know, you're driving along the highway and you just need, my, I just needed Michael to pull over and that was the place I needed to spew, you know, it is what it is. But the other thing quickly about the second pregnancy that was different, um, which I kind of feel a little bit guilty for, is, oh, I feel bad, so bad in saying this, but. You've come to I the right show. Yeah,
0: welcome. <laughs> you, I just no judgment I here. I
2: haven't, it hasn't been as like, um, I haven't taken those belly pictures every week on routine on that Monday morning, you know, just to see the different sizes along. Um, The appointments have been like, oh yeah, we've done this before. I've just washed all of old, old, I've Violet's old clothes. I've washed the old bassinet. There's been nothing new or special. I kind of feel a bit bad in a way that you know. I, I think that's having- that's just.
0: I think that's just life, isn't it? Because yeah. I think the thing is that will probably continue when number two's born, right? Because your life situation is so different, where you don't have one hundred percent of your time and your energy and your focus to give to just that one little person. It now has to be kind of. Split between two. But I also
1: think it's really normal. I was even talking the other day about how... I am the first born on my mum's side. She's got two sisters and yep. how there is no one's really going to say this out loud, but I, there was always something a bit special about me to them. Mm. And like <laughs> my brother knows it. They're like my auntie's own daughters know it. Like, because I was the first, I was not only the mm. first baby of my mum's, but the first baby in the family. So mm. I think that's just normal. I think that's just the way that it goes.
2: Yeah, I'm hoping so. Like, we haven't even picked a girl. Like, we don't know if we're having a boy or a girl. We haven't picked a girl's name yet. We've got <laughs> a couple of boys' names that we're kind of decided on. But Don't worry. Even,
1: even to the name. You could really be like scared. the young the young mummy and she just changed the name about seven days in. Did she? Yeah. After she already named her, but yeah. She so named good. her baby. Oh, I love what? that bitch. She's, She's been hilarious. on the show. You've got to go back and listen to the podcast if you've missed it. But she was brilliant. And we loved her partner, which I now follow on Instagram. Yeah, he's hilarious. hilarious. What
0: about when the baby shat all over him the other week?
1: I didn't see that. It's like watching a reality TV show. How come she changed it? I missed it. Um, She just – they had decided that she wanted that name and then after a few days she just was kind of like, you know what, I'm not going to continue – to ignore a feeling, which is I don't know if this is gelling with this little girl. Mm. And she was like, what's the point? It's different for her because she obviously announces it online. She's got a huge Mm. following and it's different for all of us. Like in being in these kinds of jobs, it's there, you know, Mm. it's right out there. So she was like, nah, screw it. I'm not going to go through the next lifetime thinking Mm. that maybe this isn't her name just because I happened to put an Instagram post out and everybody called her Betty for a little bit. So she owned it.
2: Yeah, good on her for owning that decision
1: change and going with it and, and being confident. In but that. that should make you feel better because mm. you could change your mind, you know?
2: Well, yes. Well, we haven't
1: even got a mind. Well, yeah, you better get to that point. I mean, Stacey's lovely. Like, I don't know. We're just
0: just so much more chilled this time. You've got to wait and see who the baby is. You've got to meet him or her first. My brother was going to be called something and then he came out with brown hair and they said, oh, Luke is a – that's a blonde boy's name. We've got to call (laughs) him something else. He's not a Luke (laughs) and he's not. He's not a Luke at all. so strange. Yeah. But I reckon the second kid – um, just to cap that off because I know Philip's gone off, I reckon sometimes because they get less attention, sometimes they're way more self-sufficient and they're kind of just mean, a bit more knockabout, more confident. Like it can't, yeah. the way you're raised sometimes has an impact and sometimes in a really good way about the yeah. person that you kind of become.
2: This is what a lot of my friends are mm. saying and mm. what I'm seeing with the second child. I think it's also the parent's attitude it is more relaxed yeah. and chilled. Instead of going into their every whim, their every cry, going, you know, with every, oh, what, what would you like? What do you need? Yeah. It's just more, you know, West you'll precious. be fine. Mm. We can do this. And mm. you're just like getting back on a bike, so to speak, without yeah. running wheels. So. Well,
1: you sound like you've really considered with it all. So the bubs are both lucky, I reckon, in oh. my eyes.
2: We are very blessed. Yeah, I'm just... It's the best thing I've ever done in my whole life and career is have a baby. It's changed everything, like put priorities into place. And when I I remember going back um, on a live cross one day after I had Violet for the first time and what used to be such a nerve-wracking, scary environment for me. I remember standing there going what the hell was I worried about? <laughs> you <Yeah.
0: laughs> like, can compare. This is, it's, this is not okay, that easy. important. It's, yeah. It's,
2: well, it's it's in, still important, but you just are more relaxed and able to deal with a lot more because as long as your baby at home is happy, safe, loved, whatever, it's kind of all good, you know. It doesn't yeah. It's true. It's so, true. It's true.
1: Yeah. Reckon the girls are over, Sharers? Ah, thank- Wait
2: till
0: you see them on Snapchat. (laughs) See what goes down behind the scenes. Follow the Thinker Girls on Snapchat. I want to talk about the fact that we were at an event. Cause so this is pre-recorded so you might have seen a couple of weeks um, ago on Facebook etc that we did our first reality hour where essentially we picked up the radio show and we took it somewhere else mm-hmm. we took it awesome. to the to the Cosmo and tinder Bachelor of the Year awards it was fun and um, but then afterwards we kind of knocked off at 9 p.m and well, we're it was like,
1: just nice to know that we could pull it off I, yes like we well, you go into these brainstorming meetings and um, and I know I'm a Big ideas, girl. Mm. <laughs> like, so I'm like, often people, Chrissy's always got my back, but I feel like sometimes she's thinking in her head, I don't know how we're going to fucking do that. like, They're but like we'll, we'll figure do it out. Yeah. And we do. We always we, do. Yeah. And we
0: and we did in these years. Um, and this too. is
1: actually, and it's great because it's gotten all of our team to always be thinking that little bit further. Bigger. And mm, uh, one of mm. our team members came up with this idea and I'm like, oh, this is brilliant. Mm. Let's take the show with us, like a bit of a reality show. Um, so the fact that we even pulled it off, I think, at this point of the night what, what you're
0: about to say, we were just so relieved. Oh, yeah, because it had been adrenaline pumping, yeah. like n- a bit of nerves, like good nerves, butterflies and – and I haven't had that for a little while in the mm. show because it's such a comfy space mm. that we've kind of built for ourselves over the last year and a bit, which is really nice. But at the same time, it was really nice to mix it up too. Yeah. So anyway, we knocked off. We we're on a bit of a high. I mean, we we're in our nice Alex Perry gowns. Who's a bit <laughs> of a gem. Who uh, we're now calling our hashtag BFF. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and then we're there. You know. So we were like. On a high and it got to nine and we'd finished the show and we're like, cool, let's stay at this party for a little bit. Let's have a bit of fun. Slash exhausted. Slash exhausted. And in particular, I guess, because we're not – when we do the show at night, if there's an event on or dinner on or drinks on, you can't go. So it's also a bit of a thing where we're like – we're out yeah. on a school night yeah. in high heels. And it's think about the next day. Ten to nine. Well yeah. 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 I mean we're
1: not exactly ragers. No. Like but you know. But um but we just to be present is enough. At it was this just point. nice to be
0: around people that just weren't our radio team. Yeah. Or my boyfriend.
1: Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty, Pretty much. much.
0: But we're still happy to be together, so we are. <laughs> <laughs> because that's usually the week, right? Yeah. So we're there and we're chatting to a few people. Um there were a few like um, you know, D grade celebrities, a few there were a few B grades there too. Well, we
1: got along really well with Christy oh, from
0: Survivor. She's, she was she's a real gem. I reckon she's a B grade. She's not a D.
1: Maybe even well, higher. Let's not grade anyone. All right,
0: all right. She was a yeah. nice person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she took out Survivor. <laughs> she was so much fun. Well we loved her. Um and then anyway, this this random guy came over and he' I can't... Oh, that's right. He came over and he said...
1: Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
2: Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb.
0: To us, as we we're standing there, the three of us—Stace, myself, and um, Christy from Survivor—he goes, um, "Ladies," and he opens up his suit jacket. He goes, "Do one of you mind helping me out here?" And I, kind of in my mind, I rolled my eyes and went, "Here we go. What does this guy want?" But I was also loving it at the same time because I'm like, "This is funny." And I go, "What's what's going on?" He goes, "I can't get the button of my inner pocket done up. <laughs> I didn't do one hear of you, this. do one of you ladies, mind helping me?" And uh, oh, and Lord then I Christy, did. Br- I didn't hear this <laughs> that because that was his entry. Oh, God. and Christy from Survivor goes, she was rolling her eyes. She goes, as if he can't. Anyway, I'll do it anyway, because <laughs> it was I don't know. And he was really lovely, and we all got chatting as a group. And then that was his in. And then his friend came over, and then he he was all chatting. Then we walked around. We we're all sitting as a group, kind of having a laugh. And this guy just kind of took over. I can't even actually remember his name, to be honest. But it was hard to pronounce.
1: Yeah, you but you let him in. You've let him in then, and then he took over. That well, was the thing. That's right. Because we went to move, it started to rain, so we went into this kind of gazebo area uh, because the party was around a pool. <laughs> and of course, um, and we went into this area where it was there was cover, and he was like, "Can I come?" <laughs> we're like, "Yeah, sure." Anyway, but pl- the thing was, we were like, "Yeah, sure," because he was going to do a lot of the heavy he lifting. was, and
0: that's what I wanted to talk about: the fact that it's really refreshing when people, and in particular, dudes. Just kind of do a bit of the heavy lifting because we've just done the show. We're kind of we're happy to have a chat, but at the same time even happier to sit back and let somebody else be the cl- the class clown and the entertainer. Like this guy had his champagne glass and then he pretended that he was on a TV show and the champagne flute was his microphone. So it's like, <laughs> hi, it's Johnny. We're on Channel 7. Now, Stacey, tell me a bit about yourself. Yeah, so it, it was, was just very really fun. funny. and We were up for it. Oh, I think I'm that's really...
1: the thing. And I think the other thing was is it wasn't corny. He wasn't overly like trying to get into people's pants. I think he, I mean overall, I think that's always the goal for people.
0: Yeah, yeah. I did get a um, bit of sense of that. Did you? Mm. Right.
1: Well, I, think,
2: I I think it totally depends on your mood and what like you guys obviously you're tired from work, you know, you're ready for it. You just want to kind of take a back seat and just have someone entertain you, which he did. Um, I would have thought he was an absolute cracker. I would have loved it too. It's funny um, because some
0: people are different, like what you find what you search for in a partner, but that banter and that take over and you just sit back for a moment, love, and I'll do the entertaining is really I think it's really important to me in in somebody and I reckon something that I reckon attracted me to my to my partner when I first met him too. That it was. Yeah. I, found, I find that so sexy when somebody has the confidence to be funny and be a bit of the larrikin because you can sit back and enjoy yourself.
2: I totally agree. It do, It takes like guts and balls to be able to step up in a in a crowd, one that you don't know, um, and two that you know it, you, you're trying to be funny. You don't know if the, the jerks jokes are going to pull off. One. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm. I'm totally all for that, but. The other thing is I think there's got to be a balance. So if he's like that all the time, I don't know. Can it Would it get a little bit too much?
1: I think it's interesting because, yes, and I find myself dating the extremes. It's been interesting. It's like gotcha. I think you've got, like, people that aren't offering much and they kind of find out about your job or – not even about your job; just more that that's your personality that you're kind of outgoing and whatever. So they'll lean on to that a little yeah, bit, yeah. and that's been yeah. really worked out to be like I don't want to be the person having to do all the work. But then on the other on the other angle of that, or the other uh, end of that, is that when they only have that to offer and they don't mm. really have substance. Like there's no kind of quiet time, mm. yeah, like See, my husband, intimacy almost, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, my husband is very is an extrovert and he loves his social time and he's very outgoing and, and needs kind of that I need to be around people, my friends. I need a, and whereas I gain my energy when I'm alone, I'm like so that. it's quite mm-hmm. interesting to see. And we we, we complement each other very well. But in those scenarios and when we're one on one, he's very good at sensing. Well, I just want to kind of sit on the couch and not do so much, you know, chitter-chatting.
0: And it's Um, funny because that changes in the scenario and the situation depending on the people around you, the energy around you, where you are. Don't you reckon? Like you want somebody that's in in those situations, especially when first meeting, can do the heavy lifting if you're tired but then can Mm. also adapt.
2: But it it definitely says a lot about his personality when he can take control. Um, It says also a lot about his personality when he can – Figure out and use his common sense and say, okay, maybe I should turn it down. It says a lot about who they are, their values, um, what they're going to be like as a long-term partner, a father, um, and just just the normal type of a normal type of guy, you know?
1: Mm, mm. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. But I think it is. I wonder if there are many guys that listen to the podcast because if that's the case, there's three for three, like. You know, yeah. there is gone are the days, I think, where dudes are feeling comfortable being that side of themselves. So I do think that as long as you're genuine and you are looking to hear what people want to say back to you, because I think sometimes people can be like, I'm asking the question I'm going to put on a show. Mm. That guy mm. was genuinely interested to hear he what was. our responses yeah. were. So I think yeah. as long as that's the case, go in and be confident because mm. I know from where I stand as a singleton, um, I'm absolutely appreciative of that.
0: Mm, Very much so, absolutely.
2: And I think a lot of women, um, just in general, if we're comparing them with guys, we analyse things, we have more of an emotional connection to things and um, ultimately that may lead to a lot of insecurities, more so in women than guys. So I think when we see a confident person, man or woman, we kind of, we really admire that Mm. and it means a lot to us and we take a lot from it. So I think it's quite endearing to watch a man that possesses that, especially at the first meeting, um, using his flute glass as a
0: microphone, for example. (laughs) It was very good. It was funny. I liked it. It was very funny. And I I think I'm quite hard to impress too.
1: Well, you've relaxed a bit because... I don't know, that's the way you can meet people too. You mm. used to have a bit of a wall up. We would joke about it from a wing perspective, but I think also just anybody. It was like, mm. who's this, bo-? like the first thing was to kind of make fun or.
0: Who are you? Mm. Yeah. Yep.
1: Whereas I, and I used to be a bit like that, but now I like moving to a new state and whatever. Got to give people a go. Mm. Um, totally. So I think that's, yeah. that's the combo too. Guys can be like that, but girls, you've got to open your energy. I think that's yeah. the thing. We had open energy, so there's mm-hmm. a combo there where yeah. it worked. You've got and to don't be. don't put open. any expectations
2: on it. Just nah. sit, relax, let it come in, and then make a decision after you've you've allowed it into your body, as opposed to big big solid cross or big solid. Yeah, yeah, right? that's true. Like, let not. expect. Anything and once you drop that, I think there's you know you're welcome so much more into the well, body. And also, life.
1: if you don't even get what you want out of it, you'll get something. I think that's the thing. You don't always have to yeah, go in or with a, a plan. friend or a
0: laugh or a good yeah, night just or whatever. Laugh even,
1: mm. you know. I used to be like, is this guy potential something? And now it's just like so done with. Mm. That. It's mm. like you're missing out on life. Because you're putting people in a box, one or the other. figuring out what it could be. It's exhausting. You're already in the Thinker Girls posse.
2: Now let's make it Facebook official. Just search the Thinker Girls on Facey, Insta and Snapchat.
1: All right, we better move because Philip's gone off. But um, I have been working hard on uh, the word vulnerability and just the level of it um, for me. I think a lot of the time... I guess if you were to sit on the outside of my life, you would think that I would be vulnerable on a regular basis more than the average Joe. And so for a while there, I always thought that that part of my life was kind of taken care of. What do you mean? Like on the show, being honest about stuff? Or yeah. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, and I generally put myself out there. Yeah. Like I, I'm a person that will speak at a party or I will go and say hello to someone or I am somebody that will talk about my feelings and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I always thought that that word was something that I had really, you know, didn't have much to work on until I did start to realise that my level of vulnerability and where I needed to go to really activate my uncomfortable spot was different to other people's mm. and that the fact that all of those things for some people maybe them being super vulnerable wasn't really being that vulnerable for me. That was kind of a show or it was my, I don't know, my external routine as such, you know. It wasn't something that I really needed to challenge myself on mm-hmm. and i knew and i i knew after a while probably late last year that that was going to be a big part of me potentially meeting new people and, and maybe even meeting a guy mm-hmm. was that i was gonna how, have to let down my guard? how did
0: you figure out that you needed to do that
1: through kinesiology mm-hmm. just different mm-hmm. sessions different self stuff i don't know mm. reading just was timing i think a mm. bit too so when you
2: say when you say
1: you know you, you're very vulnerable how has it always been a part of you vulnerability i think it's always been a part of yeah like i think everything. it has actually i think it has I, i've always been the person that will say sorry first to people or mm. you know put my hand up and say well i'm probably wrong here like i do practice vulnerability quite regularly But Mm. I think those levels of vulnerability for me became quite easy, you know, and for some Mm -hmm. people that's really fucking hard to do, even just two of the examples I Mm. said. And I think when it comes to my feelings and love life and intimacy, particularly, I was looking or saying I was looking, but... I wasn't really willing to make myself uncomfortable. And I think that's what true vulnerability is. Yeah, when you feel um, it. Yeah. yeah. So when I started to realize that, there's just, I don't know, there's nothing you can really do except be aware of it and try and push yourself to do little bits and pieces that make you, you know, feel like you're stepping out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. But when I was away in India, I um, had a bit of a thought process around – I did this kind of um, course, which I got so much out of, about women and starting the year fresh. And there was lots of different conversations about – Ayurvedic uh, medicine and um, your menstrual cycle and how that you know is affected with the moon and 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 your life and everything. There was just so many things into this one course. But one of the days was um, the section of the course was a ancestry release, which was a, a kind of like a meditation, almost like this spiritual dance where you danced with your grandmothers and your mother and all this kind of stuff in this you know in your mind, and then you let them go for all different reasons. And I had this. I guess this little message say to me, you need to utilize your mum more. Mm. From my grandmothers. We're gonna we're gonna fly off for a little bit and you've your mum is alive. Because my auntie and my grandmothers are often people that come to me meditation and it came to me that your mum is alive, she's on this earth, you wow. need to utilize her more because we have a really different relationship. We're very different. And mm. I've always been quite close to my dad. But my dad is very testosterone. He's very this is how it goes. Stacey, you can do the business. You can do this. You're strong. You're tough. You're opinionated. You put yourself out there. And that part of my life I do very well in. Mm. But when it mm-hmm. comes to the softer side, the more feminine side, it's a very big part of who I am, but I find it really hard to bring her out. Mm. But my mum is the opposite. Mm. And the reason that we haven't been close for a long time is because I've found that those parts in her very, very, Infuriating, almost frustrating. Her softer side, oh. yes. And then all of a sudden, it came to me that I was like, "Oh no, I actually need to be You're connecting the one that with her back a bit." Yeah, yeah. That and is so fascinating. And going, I need to learn from her. Which I learned a lot from my mum. I'm, I'm not trying to take away from that, but I didn't really understand the lessons. I, I always thought I would learn more lessons from my dad because I always yeah. felt more similar to him, but. I always felt more comfortable in those lessons. Mum really really challenges me. You know, she tells my friends, Facebook messages them and tells all about her day and does all this kind of stuff. And and sometimes I'm like, oh, God, just pull it in, lady. You know, like, (laughs) and she also is quite unwell. She doesn't drive. So she's always needing help. She's always opening herself up. And sometimes, well, for a long time, it really annoyed me a lot of the time.
0: If that I'm she, honest, that she needed help. Well, I
1: think it was must be tapping on something that I wasn't willing to um, unlock in myself. Mm. I'm this like, is shit. so fascinating to hear. It's
2: like I'm hearing this at the exact time I'm kind of going through it myself. Like, really, the older I'm getting, and um, you know, I've moved out of home. I've got a family now. I feel like there are so many things about my father that. Um, just in me, like the, the black and white, the, the realism element, the like the work at ethic, attitude, all my values and everything. And mum is very emotional, and and on the so other side, on yeah. other Same spectrum of things, mm. and always driving me to do things, encouraging me for that. Um, it's just black and white, and I think that kind of is that whole masculine feminine thing, and. I've come to a point where I'm like, well, yes, maybe I'm the same. I need to open a balance between both because whilst one is important, the other is so, so just as important for our own mental development our clarity our internal strength
1: but and what we have stops. to offer not just as women totally. but as people because yeah. we are women so it's really it's our importance important. Mm. it's important for us to be who we are and I, and that is and it's really been not just through our fathers but through patriarchy has really kind of drummed that out to be the place to sit comfortably is to be feminine and to be vulnerable and to be those things that we so naturally should be, but we yeah. have shot them out. And we've, for women that are probably career orientated and ambitious, like the three of us, mm. we'll lean towards our dads a little bit more because we're like, well, that's yeah. how you get ahead. You be a little bit more like that. I and, reckon
0: sometimes, and that's what I've done, I reckon sometimes too, there's a bit of a, a wall and there has been with my mum and myself too because I'm thinking about our relationship based on what you just said. And the, and we sometimes have a frustrating relationship because I think there's been a barrier where I expect and demand things that that mums should be or that mums should do. And sometimes I feel like she hasn't been that ideal of a mum that I think she should be in terms of, you know, being able to be that, that friend or... I don't know. Like I've always, same deal, learnt more stuff from my dad. But I think the less that I expect from my mum to be what a mum means, the more easy it is to be able to let her in. But
1: how does that relate to the, her feminine energy? Do you think that you went back on that? Like is she really fem- – like is there the feminine side is the side that
0: you are frustrated with or just because she's not the kind of mum? Bits of both. I think she is quite feminine and I've always naturally been more similar to my dad. But then I also think there was a big wall for a while where I was like, oh no, you should be doing this because you're a mum and that's what mum should do. And she didn't do a lot of those things. I didn't get a lot of those lessons from her that I feel that's like fine. other other friends yeah. of mine did from their mums. And I was jealous of that and I resented her for that. But then the less I expect from her, sometimes the easier it is to learn.
2: But I think that's going back to that expectation thing again and, and as becoming a new parent, like dropping those expectations. As now now that I'm a parent, I'm looking I look at my parents and what they gave me throughout their, their whole life from a whole different um, way. For example, today I'm uh, walking through, I've got all these little appointments and things I had to grab um, from different stores and run errands, post office and I had violent with me and I'm going, Come on, Come on, we're going to get to the next thing. I've got, we're going to, you know, this and that, and 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 we have to stop for food. And we, 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 I try. You try and stop and do a little bit of play session, and then we've got to keep going because we've got to get to all the appointments. And I've got to get to the post office before we've got to go pick Daddy up again. So you're trying to do the best that you can, and I think that's the thing. They have. They did the best that they could with what they had. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's I think true. we've got. We've got to keep that faith in them. But that, I that's think
1: what, that, that's what their aim was. But I think going back to the the mother thing and and kind of the difference between this feminine energy and this kind of masculine energy, yeah. I think as well. I don't know. I think for me, it's just been also so for so much drummed out of you that I don't even think it was necessarily mums are supposed to be a certain way. I think it's people are supposed to be a certain way, and in the mm. world, people mostly mean
0: men and it's so so reinforced from society too. where it's like a lot of the time mm.
1: women that may be kind of siding with their dad or feel like they relate to their dad or go down that road a little bit more and are a little bit angry at their mothers a lot of the time i'm i'm starting to think about and i have to we have to finish but i and this is a really early thought process for me but i am starting to think that a lot of the issues are actually about the fact that you're almost being not sexist with your own mother, but there's these different expectations Mm. that you don't have on your dad. Of what's respectable Mm. in people. And it's bullshit. It's like we're being sexist to our own. And so now when I look back and and think about the vulnerability and think about all these things I want to learn, the fact that my mum can teach me those and, and I feel bad that maybe in the past I haven't been proud of those things in her us Is the next big road for me to overcome. So awesome. good,
2: and that's now that you know that that's the most amazing thing. And it's not looking back in the past and going, "I wish oh, I'm so great." I'm so sorry that that happened. It's like let's look forward. I've got this amazing yeah, opportunity yeah. now that I'm aware. We need that balance of the masculine, the, femi- the feminine side of us. It, it creates us as a whole. It is not one or the other. You know.
0: Yeah, it's mm, so good. Such a good thing to realize. Oh, Rachel Finch, it's been a delight chatting to you. Oh, you guys are awesome. Thank you. <laughs> no, <laughs> I feel like it's it's like the best girly catch-up. It is off, off to the post office with you, love, <laughs> yeah. by the sounds of it. You've got you've appointments got TikTok, coming out your ass. <laughs> um, Rachel Finch Official is where you find you on Facebook or on Insta, Rachel underscore Finch. And, of course, the thebodbyfinch.com is where you can find all about your new uh, program that's, that we spoke about a little earlier. It's very exciting. Yeah.
2: You girls rock, and if you want to um, join up, start some lessons, and get yeah, to, I was thinking about that. We will,
1: we will. <laughs> All right, Chicky. Well, good luck with the um, with this number two, and I'm sure you're going to be amazing. It's going to be great. It'll be different, but it'll be perfect. <laughs> Thank you,
0: girls. Have an okay, awesome day, Chick. You got this. <laughs> bye. Okay, bye. see ya. Were you
1: part of
2: this convo and want more? Yeah. Join our Thinker Girls Posse on Facebook, Instagram, or thethinkergirls.com.au. Oh. Next week on Thinker Girl the Podcast. Hi, it's Greta Colleen here, and I can't wait to catch up with you next week when I join the Thinker Girls podcast. How quick we are to criticize alternative techniques or lifestyles without ever actually trying them. Thinker Girl the Podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer.
0: Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts?